everybody and welcome back to another Transfer Portal CFB YouTube video presented by No Context CFB. I'm your host Dylan Rubin King and thank you so much for joining us again. I am joined by Fordham quarterback Tim DeMoret. Tim, how you doing, man? Doing great, man. Thanks for having me on here. Of course, I first I have to congratulate you on an incredible individual year which culminated in, you know, you shattering tons of records. Uh, you're a finalist for the Walter Payton Award. You're going to be there in person, um, you know, to to be a part of that honor. Uh, what was your reaction to hearing the news that you're going to be one of the top three? And, um, you know, what does it feel like to be recognized as one of the three best offensive players in the FCS? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely an honor. You know, the company that I'm with, those guys, with the seasons they had, um, you know, I'm uh, thankful for, you know, my coaches and, Coach Decker, my offensive coordinator, and the rest of those guys, you know, helping put me in that position. And, you know, it was just with my teammates, it was a really fun season. I think, you know, now that's over, we look back at uh, what we did offensively. And it was, it was just, it was a, it was a great season, a lot of fun. And I'm, I'm definitely uh, honored to be in that uh, top three for sure. What are some of your individual goals coming into this season? And do you feel like you met those or exceeded those even? <laughs> yeah, you know, I really try not to have, I didn't really focus on, getting any individual goals. I just, you know, wanted to focus on winning games, doing the best I could do for my team. But obviously, you know, having the all-time Patriot League passing yards and touchdowns was, was pretty cool. Um, but, no, I didn't think, you know, obviously I, I thought we were going to have a great season. But, you know, obviously it was – things got a little crazy. And you, you start looking at the stats, you're like, wow, you got you got a lot of touchdown passes. But, no, I mean, I, I didn't have any goals going into the season. But it was definitely, definitely fun when you look back at it. Yeah, I mean, it would be hard to think of a Fordham passing record that that you don't own at this point. Um, you know, completions, passing yards, touchdowns. And also you mentioned that the Patriot League career records. Um, what does it mean to you to have your name atop the record books in those categories, likely for a while? I mean, you're a starter for five years. Yeah, um, it, mean, it means a lot to, to have that. Uh, Fordham's been around for a long time. So just have my name in there with guys like, you know, John Skelton, who's, who had a um, little NFL career there. And, you know, um, it's it's definitely an honor. And I'm I'm definitely proud to be up there for sure. I know it ended with a loss uh, in the first round, but how important was it for you to lead this program to its first playoff appearance in seven years, especially to do it in your fifth and final season, um, you know, after you guys had a couple losing seasons when you first got there? Yeah, that meant everything, you know, getting to the playoffs. That was a goal that everybody wanted to do on the team that we said that we were going to do at the beginning of the season. And yeah, like you said, my, my early on in my Fordham career, you know, freshman, sophomore year to where the program is now is definitely night and day. So I'm me and the seniors there feel happy with, with what we've done and, you know, the culture that we kind of built there and, and, and the place where we left it, you know, going from winning two games to winning nine games is definitely, definitely special. You mentioned earlier the amount of points that you guys had, the touchdowns, the yards. You guys had probably one of the top two or three offenses in the FCS this year, scored at least 40 in every game. You had, you know, so many weapons like Fodis, Koki Solis, uh, Dakis Carter, MJ Wright. Also had a 1,000-yard rusher, which, you know, to lead the FCS in passing and then have a 1,000-yard rusher too, it's just unheard of. Um, what, how fun was it to be a part of an offense like that? Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's crazy to have three 1,000-yard receivers in one season in itself is pretty crazy. Then you add a 1,000-yard yard rusher, almost 2,000-yard rushers. But, I mean, it just goes to show you how 
the weapons that I had made it so much easier for me. You know, those those guys, like you said, MJ, um, Fotis, Dequise, you know, they're always they're always open. So I just got to give them the ball and we have a great run game like like we did. It, it definitely made my life a lot easier. And it was, you know, sometimes it's hard just to just to give everybody the ball because everybody, you know, everybody's doing so good. Everybody wants the ball. But, you know, those guys were special to play with. I'm going to miss playing with them. And then it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I want to dive into that a little bit more. Just what was it about this group in this year um, that clicked so well for you? Yeah, well, I think it's, you know, Coach Decker in that offense. It was kind of like our second year running it. You know, we kind of – last season, 2021, we started to kind of catch on later in the season. And so we kind of worked on it in the spring and camp, and we all just gelled together. And a lot of us were seniors. We played together for three, four years. So it's kind of just like accumulation of all that. Um, trusting each other, the confidence that I had with the receivers uh, running back. So everybody was just on the same page. It, it was a veteran group and it kind of just, you know, the stars kind of aligned for this season to be special, you know. You told me, you know, before we hopped on that you're from Florida, which is where you're at right now. Um, I'm curious what brought you to New York City and to Fordham, um, you know, as, as coming out of high school. What was it about this program that persuaded you to want to call it your home? Yeah, I mean, Fordham was great. You know, I took the visits and things there. I really loved the place. But they were also, you know, the first and really only school to offer me. So I was very one of those under-recruited guys at a high school. Um, that's why I'm forever grateful for Fordham for, you know, offering me and giving me an opportunity to play there. And I kind of – coaches believed in me, teammates, we believed in each other. And I kind of used that as, like, you know, a chip on my shoulder. I still do that, you know, having one offer from an FCS program out of high school. Um, but yeah, Fordham's, Fordham's been great to me. It's a great program. Um, gonna miss it for sure. What was it like being so under recruited out of high school? Cause you hear sometimes stories of guys, you know, sending out their highlight reels to, to coaches, um, you know, all over the country. Was that something that you had to do? Like, what was it like getting, um, to that point? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, you'd put it, you'd make your huddle highlight. I think it was in high school and, you know, you put it on Twitter and your, your high school coaches would talk to guys, but I wasn't, you know, sending my highlights to every school out there. Um, you know, it's kind of like, I'm sure a lot of guys go through, you know, I, I talked to a lot of schools, some bigger schools, some smaller schools, but it kind of, you know, never really got offers. And then Fordham, you know, called me one day and took a visit there and they gave me an offer. So yeah, you know, high school recruitings, it's it can be fun, it cannot be fun, but you know, I'm glad glad I don't have to go through that again for sure. Absolutely. Uh for someone that's going through that uh right now and doesn't have a lot of offers like you did several years ago, what advice would you have for them? And um, you know, in the in the world that today is with college football with the NIL and the transfer portal, all that stuff, like how different is it now compared to what you went through a few years ago? Yeah, well, it's different because a lot of recruiting, more so at the bigger like FBS schools, they, you know, a lot of guys, you know, they seems like they go to the portal and stuff instead of getting guys out of high school, um, which some schools kind of do. But you know, I would I would say advice I would give would be just, um, you know, just focus on your high school, putting the best film out there. I think that's what I try to do, you know, because the film speaks for itself. You know, you don't have to worry about you know trying to go to a thousand camps or get all those stars and you know all that stuff. I think it's just. And, you know, whatever school offers you, you should be appreciative of that. You know, it doesn't matter if it's FBS, FCS, you know, Division Two, Division Three. If, you know, school gives you an opportunity, then, you know, you can make the most most of it wherever you're at. So, Definitely. And 
college football media, you know, they like to decide what's best for players these days. We're we're guilty of it too. We're not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat that. But nowadays yeah. with the way of the college football world, we're almost asking guys why they didn't enter the portal at this point and find another route. Um, you know, and nowadays there aren't a lot of guys that spend five years at one program. So for you, why did you stick it out at Fordham for so long? And was the portal ever something you considered? Yes. Yeah, so it was last year was my senior year. And if I were going would to go in the portal, it probably would have been for this fifth year. But I think it was knowing what we were going to do this year with, with, you know, coach Decker, the whole coaching staff, um, the keys, MJ Fotis, Trey, Julius, all those running backs, the whole group coming back. I think that we all knew that we could do something special. So everybody was kind of on the same page. Like oh, we're not going to leave. We're all going to stay here and finish, thing, finish this thing out and have, you know, a special season. So I think, you know, when you had the guys like that, it was kind of a no brainer for me and the rest of the guys to want to come back and, and finish it out the right way up for them. I respect that. Absolutely. And one part of your game that, you know, I have so much respect for, and I thought really blossomed this season was your poise in clutch moments and in high pressure game on the line situations. I feel like most people will probably ask, you know, how do you do it? What's your secret and all that stuff. But I'm more curious as to, since you've been a starting quarterback, really since uh, your freshman year, how has that clutch gene evolved from year to year? Yeah, I think it's definitely evolved. I've always thought that I've kind of had that, you know, clutch. You know, I, I like to be in those situations. You know, there's a couple of times in my sophomore season where I had a few, like final drive, fourth down um, drives. But, yeah, you know, I just I love to be in those moments. I feel like the, the higher the pressure, you know, the more of a, oh, we have to score on this drive. It's, you know, fourth quarter. That's where I like to thrive in. And, you know, you kind of just trust in your teammates, um, they they make great plays for me, trusting the coaches. But yeah, I, I I love to be in those 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 high pressure situations. I feel like that's when I play my best, throw my best balls. Sure, that definitely speaks for itself. Watching the the tape from from this season, especially, but throughout your career, um, you're one of the young. You're the youngest of four siblings. Is that right? Yes, I am. And one of your brothers is a professional golfer, Mickey. Um, and so growing up, how competitive were you and your siblings? And does that athletic gene run in your family? Yeah. I mean, my brother's, uh, he's in the military. My sister was, you know, she's a good golf and tennis player in high school. Then my brother, obviously, um, my dad played baseball in college. So I think it's always, me and my brothers were always competitive, you know, fighting, whether it's playing basketball in the streets with the neighbors, you know, whether it's playing board games or anything like that. We're always, always been competing, um, fighting with each other, stuff like that. So I think, you know, growing up with brothers that are also ultra competitive, it helps you um, learn to compete, learn to be, learn to try and win in situations. So, yeah, I definitely would attest some of that competitiveness to my, my family and upbringing. Who's the best athlete in your family? Best athlete, I'd have to say myself. I just got to go myself, you know. My my brother's in the military might be the most, he's probably the strongest and probably the most gifted strength-wise, but I think I can I can do it all. Although my golf brothers, he's, he's kind of one of those guys that's good, that's good at everything. He can play, you know, tennis, ping pong, all that, but I'd have to go with myself. For sure. I'm really curious as to what's next for you. You know, you, you finished up your, your fifth and final season at, at Fordham. Um, is the NFL a, a goal for you or do you have something else in mind? Yeah, absolutely. I, I want to play in the NFL. So I'm going to train for that in January. Um, 
yeah, and see what happens with that. But definitely want to train and have a shot at the NFL. Absolutely. What's the uh, what, what was the mindset coming into this season before, at the end of last season? Was it something you considered then as well? Or did you, as you mentioned, you wanted that one last year, you knew what was coming. Um, was it a no brainer to come back? Yeah, the NFL was absolutely, you know, always on my mind you know, since I've you know been a kid. So that was never it didn't just pop into me because I was having a good season this year. You know, last season I was wanted to play in the NFL and then I just wanted to continue this season, have the best season I can to give myself a chance at that. But yeah, no, that's always it's always been the goal. It's always been the dream. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you won, you know, back to back Patriot League players of the year. Um, you know, coming into this season, and it felt like you had a resume enough back then to to go into the league. And then, um, you know, now you had an, a historic career and a uh, historic season rather, and, um, you know, led the FCS and uh, passing yards. And I was with the transfer portal, I was making those graphics every week of the division one passing leaders. And, you know, yeah. I feel like I never had to had to move your picture from, from first <laughs> place. So that was definitely fun. Yeah, and no, I appreciate those. I mean, my, my friends and family would always be sending me those. Just it's cool to compare with the FBS and SCS guys together. For sure. And Fotis was, was on there quite a bit for most of the season as well, which is cool to see. Um, yeah. I'm curious, since, you know, as a quarterback, since I've got you here, I'm, I'm curious to hear your take on this because you want to be in the NFL. There's a chance that, um, you know, at some point in your career that you'll be a starting quarterback and people will look up to learn more about you. As... In the last couple of years, we've seen quarterbacks like Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, who just like light up the NFL in their first year. And it feels like they're setting the bar really high for rookie quarterbacks to where, you know, if they don't tear up the league in the first couple of years, they're almost written off in the case of like Josh Rosen, Johnny Manziel. Um, do you think outliers like the guys I mentioned set the bar a little too high for for young quarterbacks coming into the league? Yeah, I mean, there's guys like Josh. Like you said, you mentioned those top, top like 1% of quarterbacks uh, there ever is, you know, like top 5% of the NFL. But, I mean, yeah, the bar is always high in the NFL. It doesn't matter if you're a veteran or or a first-year rookie. It's, you know, it's the best of the best. So you got to perform high or they're going to find somebody else. But, you know, I don't think that's something that guys really think about in the NFL. They just want, they want to try and go out there and do their best. But yeah, like you said, those, those guys do set the bar high and there's a short lease in the, in the NFL. Cause you know, it's a business at the end of the day, but yeah, hundred percent. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, it doesn't really matter where you come from. Um, you know, at this point you got guys like Bailey Zappi, who was an FCS star and transferred to, to Western Kentucky. He got some starts in the NFL. Uh, you got Brock Purdy now uh, who is Mr. Irrelevant. Now he's the guy for the 49ers. So you know, for any NFL draft scouts, analysts, or down the line fans, um, you know, and maybe you're their starting quarterback, what do you want to say to them to help um, them get to know you as a player and as a person? Um, it's a good question. Honestly, just I have to think about it, but I think I belong out there and I think I've, you know, done everything I can do to give myself a chance. I don't, obviously I'd have to show them and whether it's pro day combine and all that sort of thing to let them see me up close and see what they think. But, you know, obviously I think that I'm got the skills. I've got the, you know, the mental part of the game that I believe in myself. So I definitely think I'm good enough to go out there and compete with the best of the best. This is a very top heavy quarterback draft class. 
and there's a lot of talent throughout as well. Uh, but there's going to be definitely some guys that take the take the cake at the top that are going to get all the headlines. But what do you think separates you as a quarterback from maybe some other quarterbacks in the draft class? Um, I think I'm pretty accurate. I'm accurate with the football. I know what's. I like to know what's going on um, with the defenses. Kind of know where my outlets are, check downs, things like that. So I think I'm pretty accurate and. Um, I kind of like to know what's going on. So I know what's going on out there with the defense and things like that. So I think those are my IQ and, and accuracy. I think are my probably top two. For sure. I, I was speaking of Johnny Manziel and one of the last questions. Um, I saw on Twitter that you were at a, at a camp several years ago with Johnny Manziel. Uh, what was that experience like and what did you take away from that? Oh yeah. It was a, um, it was like one of those Nike spark regional kind of camps and, uh, I saw him for like one second. He was kind of, he was, he was walking out there. I think he was just in Miami doing some workouts or something, but no, it was, it was cool to see him up close. He threw a couple balls. I uh, didn't really get to say anything to him, but it was definitely, definitely cool to see him up close in person. For sure. Now I want to finish this up with a, a segment that we like to do uh, called pick six, where we ask six rapid fire questions to help people get to know you. Um, so first one, and, and it's anything from, um, you know, more things about you to football stuff in general. Um, the first one I'm curious about, and we always ask this, is favorite fast food restaurant? Wendy's. Oh, that's a good one. What's your go-to order? Probably get a Baconator. I like the spicy nuggets, too, and a Frosty, something like that. You are a man of taste. That's, like, almost exactly what, what I would get at a Wendy's. <laughs> good call. Um, if you could have dinner with three athletes, living or dead, who would they be? Three athletes. That's a tough one. Probably Kobe Bryant, one of them. Um, Tom Brady, talk about some QB stuff. And... Uh, Tiger Woods, just because he's like the best golfer of all time, and he's got you know that crazy work ethic. I like to see see what he's about. So you're definitely. I don't know if you can see that back there, but you're definitely uh definitely uh putting down some good answers here that I'm agreeing with. Um, do you have any pregame rituals or superstitions? Uh, I do not. I kind of just I kind of like to keep the same routine. Go out in the field early, come back, but I'll listen to whatever music. I'll switch it up between, you know, hip hop, country, stuff like that. But no rituals, no superstitions. Just kind of try and keep it loose in the locker room with the guys. Favorite football movie. Favorite football movie. I would say. Gosh. Gotta be between I'm trying to think of the one that I um I watched one the other day, I'm trying to remember the name of it. But I mean I probably have to go with just remember the Titans probably. I mean it's a classic. We watch all the time as a football team. I think it's a, it's a good one. John, uh, here's a situational scenario. Um, you're in overtime. Your opponent scores a touchdown first after getting the ball first. 
fourth down at the opponent's 25-yard line, you need one play to tie the game. You can pick any receiver in history to throw the ball to. Who are you throwing to, and what route are you giving them? It was what was what yard line was it on? Opponent's 25 and fourth down. So you got one play. Probably throw up a fade. To, I'd probably try and get Calvin Johnson by himself, and I'd, th- I'd throw up a, a jump ball to him, hope he goes up and get it. If I can't go wrong with that. As a Packers fan, I definitely know that that definitely uh, works nine times out of ten. Um, and lastly, you know, since your your goal is the NFL, and we definitely see that in your future, we would like to ask guys, uh, when you get that opportunity, how would you like to give back to the community? Yeah, you know, if I if I ever got a lot of money, which would be nice, but I would I would uh, I'd also give back to the community. I'd give back to my probably like my parents first, give them something. But yeah, you know, help the local local youth kids. I, I love being around kids, helping them out, running the game of football. Anything I could really do, I would definitely be willing to give back to the community because that's you know that's the most important at the end of the day. So yeah, I would be. I have to think about it, but I'd be down for a lot of things. 100%. Well, Tim, thank you so much for joining me, man. Congratulations again on an incredible season. Where can fans follow you on social? Um, I think my Twitter, Instagram is just Tim Demorant, so can't miss it. Well, thank you, Tim, once again for joining me, and thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we will see you in the next one. Thanks a lot.